You're listening to episode 40 of the Broken Glass Podcast, Building a Career in Music with Danielle Hollabau. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. This podcast is sponsored by The Contract Shop. The Contract Shop provides contract templates and all the legal documents you need to run your business. And best of all, it's designed with a creative entrepreneur in mind. When I needed to update my website's privacy policy in terms and conditions to be in compliance with not just the EU's General Data Protection Regulation Policy, otherwise known as GDPR, but with the new California Consumer Privacy Act, CCPA, the contract shop was there for me. These contracts are not only attorney-prepared, but are also peer-reviewed, so you can feel safe knowing it's not just some form that I threw together. There are templates for all kinds of creative printer needs, so head on over to brokenglassmedialc.com slash the contract shop to learn more. Okay, welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. I have Danielle Hollaball with me. Um, Danielle and I chatted a couple months ago, and then technology happened, and um, <laughs> We lost the recording, um, but it's a good thing because Danielle has some great updates, and um, we're just going to chat about you know what she's doing, how she got in the industry, um, and uh, what she does. So she's a singer songwriter, and so Danielle, let's just jump right in. Tell me, tell us about yourself, what you're doing now, and then we'll we'll go backwards. Okay. Um, well, I'm a singer songwriter. I currently live in Los Angeles, and right now. Um, kind of just working on new music and uh, I just released a new single called Goodbyes so that's been pretty exciting I've gotten to do some cool interviews and stuff um, so yeah that's that's kind of where I'm at at the moment yeah that's really exciting that just released uh, pretty recently right yeah yeah and we'll definitely uh, link to that in the episode and the show notes so everybody can can go to that um, so how, yeah, so let's kind of take it back a little bit. How did you get, you know, interested in music and in the industry? You know, wh- where did you start off? So I guess when I was a kid, I could, um, my parents found out from a babysitter that I can sing. So, um, they put me in a local kind of theater camp type thing. And so that's where I kind of got my first taste of performing. And then my dad, teaches kickboxing and karate and so they were putting on fight events and I would start to sing the national anthem at those and so as things kind of progressed my parents signed me up for competitions and I kind of got to see what the industry was like and the more that I saw the more I kind of fell in love with it especially the recording aspect of everything. Yeah that's a great way to get started Um, you know just kind of get out and and, you know get in front of people because I know for me, I'm, I'm not a performer at all. Like I played instruments and and whatnot, but I can't get in front of people. So, I mean, so young getting started too, I think that's kind of where you need to start. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you, what interested you, you know, about working in the industry and specifically, um, because I know you are a studio musician and you, you do, 
um, you know, you do your own music. What was specifically interested you about um, following that as your career path? Um, so it's kind of a blessing in disguise because when I did my first showcase, my voice coach was like, you have to write music. And I was like, I don't want to write music. I <laughs> want to just sing music. And, and every, you know, all the stars, like everybody writes music, everybody writes their songs for them. Why can't I have that? And he was like, no, you have to stand out. You have to write your own um, stuff. And so I did. And that led me to going in the studio and recording my first demos. So that's kind of where I got a real taste of what studio life was like. And I just saw how much better I got just from um, getting behind the mic and having a voice coach there, um, helping me be aware of everything. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sharp now with like pitch and timing and all the perfectionist type stuff because of how incredibly, um, what's the word, strenuous or like, perfectionist he was with me he was not going to let me get away with anything that wasn't like so I would spend a long time on like one verse until I got it completely right and so um that kind of hardcore experience really got me excited for the studio and um anything that really helps me improve like that I don't know it's just something I really really like and I wanted when I found out that people did that for a living and just saying for other people and saying um, like jingles and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, I can make a career without ever having to set foot on a stage. So yeah. it sounded really exciting to me. Yeah. And I, I know it's, it's kind of a, you know, a lot of people don't think they think, Oh, if you're a singer, you just, you know, you go out and you perform and you write and record your own records. Mm -hmm. um, but that's another career option too. If you're, you know, not someone who's not a big fan of being up on stage and, and you know, yeah. you know, performing in front of a large audience, then that that mm -hmm. is a, a cool option for you to to kind of take. Um, with your songwriting, um, was that something that you kind of you just did and learned on your own, and you just you kind of found your way with it, or did you, you know, did you take any courses, or how did that type of what was that process like for you? Um, I honestly couldn't tell you how it started. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just um, I went. I did go to a songwriter friend for advice at first and he told me some really cool things. Um, but ultimately songs just kind of started popping into my head and I have no idea what I did to like start <laughs> accomplishing that. <laughs> I know it's like the least helpful thing for anybody who wants to know. <laughs> but It was like the, the first song that ever really came to me, it was like raining and I was just sitting there on the couch and no TV was on or anything. And I've always found that water in general really inspires me, like the rain or like when I'm in the shower or like sitting by a river or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just that has always really stimulated my mind to come up with things. So that's kind of where it started maybe. Yeah, well, I think for a lot of creatives too, it's, um, you know, it's something that just comes natural. And that sounds like that's how it was with you. Like, yeah, you know, some people are just naturally good at, you know, cooking. They're naturally good at, you know, sports and, and, and that kind of, you yeah. know, it's just something that, you know, if you've, you've built up that, that basis by, you know, working with the vocal coach and, you know, mm -hmm. your education, and then that's something that can just kind of come out from there right um, and then that's the cool thing about being a creative too is it's just mm -hmm. you know you can just things just happen for you you know like 
words just kind of come and, you know, um, like you said, you find your inspiration and then you just start writing. It's the same way with, for me with, um, you know, writing blog articles or just mm-hmm. writing in general, like that type of writing. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I, I really want to write, but I can't think of anything. And then I'll be out somewhere. It's like an idea hits me. Right. So it's just, yeah. you know, it's, all, it's kind of similar. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's the part it's the thing about being creative. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what, what's your, you know, you, you kind of described your, your process a little bit, um, you know, as far as like, when, how you get inspiration, what, mm-hmm. um, in, you know, with, with the music, like what, what instruments do you play and how do you kind of incorporate that into your sound? Um, I don't really play a lot, although I am kind of learning to produce so I can play the MIDI keyboard, I guess. <laughs> hey, it's a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if playing is considered like a few notes at a time and like programming and and fixing things that you do wrong. Um, yeah, I play the MIDI keyboard. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, like I said, it, that's all part of that creative process, right? Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, and I, and I just, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, like, you know, DJs who don't play instruments, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, it's all electronic and, and computers and keyboards yeah. and they're still, you know, they're considered musicians. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, so in 2018, you released a full-length album, Alive and Free. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of curious about that process. You know, was it, it was a full-length album? Was it a full-length yeah. album? Okay. Um, did you do that independently? Did you work with a label? What was that process like for you? Um, yeah, I did it independently. Um, it was still a very new process for me. Um, I didn't know much about marketing or anything, and it was just, kind of something I've always wanted to do is put out an album. So I did it and it was really, really fun to make. It was really hard to sit on a lot of that music for years because it took me three years to record the whole thing. And so that's kind of probably why I'll never do it again because (laughs) (laughs) I can't do that. Like I, I, I really like to be more consistent with content. And I know that when I listen to other people, like I, don't want to hear one thing and then wait like forever to hear something else. So um, it kills me to sit on music, but I did it once and it was awesome. And I kind of did what I set out. So. Yeah, I guess it's probably a a big learning process for you too, right? To, to not only put that together, but then to do all the business that, especially since you were independent. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you, did you have people helping you or did you, you know, kind of jump into that all yourself? Um, I didn't. Promo-wise, I, um, I definitely tried everything on my own. If looking back, I probably would have gotten someone to help me because, um, it's just such a huge weight off your shoulders having someone else doing the pitching and stuff like that, um, which I've never been good at because I don't like talking about myself, but, um, yep, same here. <laughs> now that I have experience actually using PR and stuff like that, I never, I, I wish I had done that with a lot, a lot of my other releases. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you did mention too, that, um, you know, you, you kind of want to go forward. You don't want to be doing like a full length again. Um, mm-hmm. it seems to be, you know, kind of the, the new model for releasing in the industry. You know, you still have some of the major artists that will release, you know, full length. Oh, um, yeah. Like, uh, today was, um, 
the weekend. Kelsey, yeah, yeah, weekend. Kelsey Ballerini, she just mm-hmm. released her full length um, today. Um, you know, there's a lot of artists. The big artists are still doing that, but I have seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, even some large artists. Um, one of them, Sam Hunt, country singer. He does a single every now and then, right? He doesn't do. Mm-hmm. A, he's had one full length, I think, and yeah. Um, so it really seems to be that that new that new model and and you know I know you're kind of going through that you just released your new single mm-hmm. um and so going forward I know you said you don't want to do the full length are you going to kind of keep doing that keep working through just um you know, do you have do you have some coming forward you know in in the coming down the pipeline oh absolutely I have <clears throat> three or four songs lined up already um I just have to figure out when I can release them um but yeah, going forward, I'm definitely going to stick to singles because I found that um, I get a lot more attention with, I'm able to give attention to each one the way I couldn't when I had an album. And there are a lot of tracks on the album that I'm still really proud of that I wish I had given that single attention because I think that it would have gone differently. Um, So it's definitely... um, Singles seem to be going better for me. So I think I'm going to keep sticking with that and just keeping the content consistent. Yeah. And you can kind of see too, you know, a lot of artists, you know, they have some really great songs, but they just kind of get forgotten. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that is a great way to, you know, like you said, pay attention to each song individually, especially if you, you know, you've, you've put so much hard work into it, right. You've, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the, some of those songs are just amazing, but they never, really I mean they see the light of day but they don't you know yeah get radio play they don't get you know you know video uh treatments and all that kind of stuff so yeah every single that I released since I decided to change kind of um ways of doing things has gotten more streams than every single song on the album so <laughs> I definitely um yeah I I think that what you're saying is exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your, um, for each single, what's, what's kind of your, your promotion process? Like, do you, you know, how do you, you do that from like the business standpoint? Um, I know it's supposed to be, um, so two weeks before you're supposed to start, um, pitching to blogs and playlists and stuff like that. And just like have a private SoundCloud link or something you can give to them to listen to the song and kind of preview it and, um, hope that, Ideally, it'd be cool to have someone to preview the song, like premiere it on their platform. Um, I got someone, I was able to do that for my Halloween single and it was really cool. Um, so having a pre-release plan is definitely just as important as having a post-release plan, which after it's out, there's even more playlists and stuff that you can pitch to because then you just send the Spotify link or whatever platform that the person is using. and yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm going with it now. And it just depends on the single, like how to promote it. Like for me, the seasonal ones are the easiest because I, I can post a bunch of Halloween photos for my Halloween one or like right, Christmassy yeah. stuff. And um, so kind of finding content that relates to the song that you're releasing really helps too. I think with Instagram, especially. Right. I was just going to say social media too is, um, you know, a huge thing today too, where, yeah you know, a lot of artists, you know, promote their singles there, whether it's mm-hmm. Instagram or um, Facebook or whatever platform their, their audience is on. Right. Um, 
and to really to really know where where your audience lives online right like mm-hmm. um you know and two it's generational right like oh yeah um you know i facebook came out when i was in in college so right. facebook has always been like big for, for me and i don't i've never even been on tiktok or, i haven't or, either uh, and i <laughs> Everyone says to get one, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's what do I post? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, it would be interesting to. I've been meaning to read up on TikTok to really see what, um, that and Snapchat too. I know Snapchat's been out for a while, but right. um, I just never really got into it. But um, me either. To kind of figure out, you know, how how you can utilize that for for your music career. Um, yeah. And really, you know, promote your music. But I have heard, you know, a lot of people have had success with TikTok. I've heard um, that too. You know, I, somebody who, I can't remember where I was listening to, but they, you know, they made this video and they had like 500,000 views. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know, just kind of all of a sudden and just took off. But um, be interesting to look in, into those and see how those could, you know, really help, uh, especially independent artists like yourself. I know. Yeah. I think I heard there's like a musician platform for TikTok, but um, I oh, tried looking into it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. I'll have to, let me, I'm going to try and dive into that and then uh, and see what, uh, you know, what kind of content musicians are doing with that. Um, yeah, for sure. So I've seen a lot of people are, are reposting their TikToks on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, as you're, you're preparing, you know, for, for a single release, you know, this is music is your, is your career. And I, Mm. you know, you really have to be in, um, kind of like an entrepreneurial mindset, um, you know, and really be productive. So what's that, that process kind of like for you to like, you know, cause with, with business and, and then creative, it's kind of left brain, right brain sort of, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sure. <laughs> we, you have to jump from, you know, being like a creative to thinking like, you know, business. So how do you get yourself in, in that kind of mindset? We do talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I'm always curious, you know, for dif- it's different for different people. Yeah. For me, I've kind of learned that, um, I just, I can't do it all on my own and I'm okay with kind of getting the help from other people and learning in the future. If that means that I have to um, hire, hire a PR person to help me because I don't have the time to spend pitching to like a zillion blogs, then um, that's what I'll do. And I still gain connections from that, that I can contact myself in the future. Um, and having other writers jump on board when like, I used to be like, no, I have to say that I wrote it all myself and <laughs> all this stuff. And then I realized things aren't getting done. Uh, so it's kind of like, um, kind of letting go of that pride and realizing that it's okay to have other people on your team um, has really helped me, I would say, in the business side of things as far as having, having content in the first place and learning how to promote it and learning what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah, I was just going to say it's, it's really kind of, I guess, figuring out what you're good at Mm-hmm. and then what you like to do yeah and then what you don't like to do or what may not be you know kind of your forte just you know 
finding right. someone who, who that they do like it. And, and mm-hmm. that is, and I'm, I'm like that too. I'm definitely like, nope, yeah. nope this is my baby. I don't want anybody else to be involved, but exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I definitely need to find an accountant. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely need to find, you know, someone who can do some of the tech stuff, you know, it's, yes. <laughs> I think part of being an entrepreneur and, 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 you know, as we call it a uh, musicpreneur is really <laughs> kind of finding that sweet spot, right. Where, yes. you know, but, but being okay with letting things go, mm-hmm. which is that it's, it's definitely hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that balance between not wanting to break the bank for yourself, but also not wanting to overrun your head with. (laughs) Oh yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to burn out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You, you definitely want to, you know, kind of, you know, figure out what, what your priorities are and and what you can put your, your energy into. Right. For sure. Um, So since we last chatted, um, a couple months ago, thanks technology. <laughs> um, you, you know, you've you released your your new song. So tell me a little about that, and um, you know the the inspiration behind it, and how you you kind of went through that process. Um, it was kind of a so I was inspired to write. So I had this like tropical pop kind of beat come into my head. I that always happens like things pop into my head, and then a certain melody or phrase would uh come into my head with it usually and not not good at good vibes was it for this one and it just made me think of how um I'm not an emotional type externally emotional type person and like because I travel back and forth a lot um like leaving family or friends and stuff I don't like the big hoopla I don't know what the word is but like oh, I miss you. Oh, like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's, like, I don't like any of the emotional, I don't like the long goodbyes. Like, I would just sneak away if I could. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like to see people, like, upset. And I, yeah, so I'm like, I need to write, like, I need to write something about it, because I don't feel like there's a lot of songs out there. And of course, um, Post Malone released something that said, I'm not good at goodbyes, like, right before I did. (laughs) So I guess, (laughs) But I don't know if it's about the same thing. But um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of express my feelings on that because I um, kind of felt alone in how I feel that way because it seems like most people like that dramatic like last goodbye thing. And I'm just like, let's enjoy each other for the last minutes that we have and not not I am get all with like you. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's just hang out and then I'm going to go. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you know, you travel a lot and in, in um, back and forth, and and I do too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my my parents live in in Phoenix. So I'm going there. I have friends in on the East Coast, so I'm jealous that you, you have know. a short flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do go. I do go to the East Coast to see friends. So, oh, that's true. Um, yeah, um, but uh, you know, it's it, it is hard. You know, it's it's hard leaving, and you know, but you know like you said, it's, you're going to see each other again. You're going, you know, back and forth and yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I am the same way, but that's kind of cool. I like how you, with your music, you're taking inspiration from, from your real life. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, that, that's pretty cool that that song came out of something that you were thinking about like that. And yeah. um, I'm definitely going to, going to link uh, to goodbyes uh, in the show notes. So my audience, <laughs> so my audience can find it, listen to it and, and to your other album too. Awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, it is on, it's on Spotify. Where else can my listeners find it? It's everywhere. So it's on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. Uh, I think this is my first song that's actually on TikTok. So I think it's on there too. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> so once I figure out TikTok, I will <laughs> <laughs> Me too. go on there. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. We'll, we'll definitely share that so everyone can, can go listen to that. Um, so the, the Broken Glass podcast, we, you know, try to highlight women in the industry, highlight, um, you know, what they're doing, their accomplishments, which, mm-hmm. you know, you've had a lot of really cool, you know, opportunities, um, from, you know, working in studios to, to recording your own music and just being creative in your own right. Um, but one of the things we talk about too is, you know, the, the struggles that we've had and we've, how we've overcome them, mm-hmm. um, as, you know, as musicians, as industry professionals, you know, for you too, as a studio musician. Um, so did you come across any kind of resistance, you know, as you were working your way up as a performer, as, a studio musician as you know I guess a songwriter producer and how did mm-hmm. you overcome that resistance um it's kind of hard to say um I definitely had resistance more as <clears throat> so I'm um visually impaired so as someone with a disability I've kind of had more on that side than um being a woman in music um so I've had good luck on that side but as having that resistance kind of really takes a toll on you in other ways and I'm sure similar ways too um just having people constantly doubt you and like try to put it in your head that you're not capable um and um especially like when I want to include choreography in something or and and people just automatically like oh no you can't do that and stuff like that so I've always been able to prove people wrong and in a lot of ways. Um, So I kind of overcome it that way, but I also kind of keep in mind that sometimes people are just going to be set in their ways and they're not going to be proven wrong. And you have to be okay with just knowing that like you're going to be okay. And you, as long as you can keep creating and, um, and doing what you love, then you got to be happy with that and still uh, like fight for um, inclusivity in any way that you can through your music and whatever way people listen to you. Right. I think that's, it's just crazy. Cause you know, I've listened to your music and I've seen your videos and you are incredibly talented, you know, and I think it's Thanks. for, you're welcome. I think it's for, for women too. It's, you know, it, it, it kind of, like you said, it's, it's kind of similar cause it's like, you know, we are capable. We mm-hmm. are you know, we are talented, we are knowledgeable, we can do the same job. You right. Just, like, I, you know, it, it blows my mind that in 2020, there's still that out there. Yeah, especially now that I'm learning production and kind of meeting other, I still have yet to work with a female producer. And that, like, kind of when I think about it, it blows my mind with all the people I have worked with, it, right. that not one of them has been female. And I'm just like, then I, I, I see other girls talking about like how like guys will say 
will doubt that they've actually produced something that they produced. And I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> like they're not taken seriously. And I'm like, why? It's just sitting at a computer. And I mean, I don't want to downplay the artistic. I, I don't want to say it like that, but it's like, yeah. it's not something <laughs> anybody can't do that really wants to put their right. mind to it and has a talent for it. Yeah. If you, like you just said, if, if you've got the talent for it, you know, mm-hmm. why, why does it matter? You know, what gender you are, what you look like, you know, what, you know, if you can do the job, if you can do it, mm-hmm. you know, everybody should be given, it should just be equal across the board. And absolutely. You know, yeah. And you, you brought up a good point about, you know, you, you haven't worked with a, another female producer. And um, mm-hmm. when I, I started the, the blog um, back right after USC released, um, it was the Annenberg study uh, for inclusion, I want to say. It was um, mm-hmm. inclusion in the recording studio. And I remember reading the stats that were in that report, and it was just, you know, just single digit percentages of, of female producers. And, yeah. you know, it was, it, I, that's what really prompted me to, to really, you know, we need to highlight these people. We, I need to mm-hmm. find the, the, the female producers, the female songwriters, yeah, you know, all, all these women because, and create, you know, at least help to create that community um, mm-hmm. because, you know, there are women out there who, who do this and who want to do it, but, you know, who might be afraid um, of what people will say or mm-hmm. that they're not going to have that opportunity. They're going to be pushed down. Right. Um, but it's just, yeah, yeah, it's like I said, it's 2020. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Some of the comments that I've seen toward female producers are like, uh, you know, people just saying their experiences and like, what they what they've been told is just like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah so yeah we you know on the podcast i've um you know i've had women you know from all all across you know the industry so we'll we'll have to you know put everybody together and and uh yes. connect everybody cuz you know there okay. are there are so many women out there who are producers who are songwriters who are artists who are you know journalists and mm-hmm you know, design websites for women. It's, you know, and, and I think you and I got in touch through uh, Music Biz Besties on Facebook. Um, And those kind of communities, I think are great, right? I love it. Yeah. Just to have the support of of other women and especially now, you know, going through this whole, um, you know, COVID-19 and, and, everybody stuck at home and, and artists. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing, you know, with tours and festivals being canceled, um, you know, that we can rally together and how can we support each other? Right. You know, um, you know, I think for, for me, you know, I, you know, I'm not on tour, but I want to be able to, to help those people. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, the same with you, like you, you, you do a lot in the studio, but yeah. Um, you know, just, just really connecting with each other and, and bringing each other together, lifting each other up. And um, I think the cool thing that I've seen come out of all this, though, is all the musicians who are doing, you know, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, mm-hmm. YouTube Live, and all of that just to, you know, um, to perform for each other, um, to perform for their audience, which yeah. is... Uh, is a pretty cool thing to see that everybody's connecting like that. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, 
So kind of, kind of roughing up just a little bit here, you know, you released your single, um, recently, mm-hmm. what, what, uh, what plans do you have for the future? Um, you know, do you have any, any projects that you're working on or anything that you'd like to, to share that we can kind of keep our eye on? Um, so I'm hoping to go back to releasing singles, uh, like one a month was what I was aiming for last year. So I want to get back to that. And, um, probably, um, my next single, I'm thinking I'm going to release the very first track I co-produced. So I'm really excited for people to hear it because I didn't think that was ever going to happen. That's really cool. I'm excited. (laughs) You have your, your producer credit there. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, I went into the studio, um, I sent him the demo to the song and he's like, so where's your laptop? I'm like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and so, cause I, um, I use Ableton, but it's not very accessible. So I can't like mix or anything. Mm. Um, so I brought it in the next day and he's like, okay, let's grab the session off of it. And I'm like, wait, uh, you're going to use my stuff. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So (laughs) I was kind of, blown away that um and of course he like did his magic and made it sound amazing so it's really nice to have a um an awesome producer on hand to kind of uh, uh help fill him. in the blanks yeah 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 I'm just to say to kind of like you know kind of give you that rain but you know mm-hmm. guide you along the way um because i'm sure yeah. producing too is is a whole you know learning process mm-hmm. um you know, it's one thing to just, you know, go and sing in front of a microphone, but I'm sure it's, oh, it's, 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 so it's very different to actually, you know, produce and, um, you know, know, know what you want, what sounds you want. Yeah. Um, and I'm like super picky with what I, like, I'm married to my ideas, so it's really <laughs> hard, but it's really also nice to have someone, a second ear, a second right. pair of ears to, to say, hey, this would this would go really cool. Like sometimes it's the smallest things. Like let's put this broken glass sound in, at this point. I would have never thought of that. And then it, right. they, they do it and it sounds really cool. Um, I guess ear candy, they call it. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's just little things like that that I'm not experienced enough to like, sometimes I'll pick up on it, but other times um, it nothing ever comes to mind. So it's nice to have that other person to be like, hey, this would sound cool. Yeah. Or this yeah, doesn't just, sound cool. This sounds better. So yeah, just yeah. to kind of brainstorm with each other, right, and mm-hmm. share ideas, and um, yeah, and, and and bring in you know your ideas and then his experience, and that's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited yeah. for you for that. Yeah, I'm excited to, too. To I be hope working like through it. that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye out for that too, and uh, and reshare that on on social media. Um, share that with the audience. So, um, yeah. So do you have, um, do you have any resources, you know, tools or, um, you know, any kind of, uh, uh books or videos or anything that really, um, you know, you'd recommend for other women looking to start up as either, um, you know, an artist or as a producer or as a studio musician? Um, I would say, um, and the writer is, is a really good podcast just to, um, hear from different songwriters about like people who have written really big hits have been on that podcast. So 
Um, if you want to get into songwriting, I definitely recommend that. Um, as far as singers, I just kind of, um, I just kind of joined different communities of people. Um, there's one for singers in LA specifically um, on Facebook. So I've learned a lot about session singing and like finding work through there from really experienced like union session singers. Um, and that's all that comes to mind. Um, yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot out there though. Yeah. Well, and just kind of, you know, too, like we mentioned, is kind of finding your your community. You have your your singers in LA group, and then we have um, mm -hmm. Music Biz Besties. So, yes. Um, I think for me, it's just, you know, you don't be afraid to ask for help, right? Like, and it's ask so for feedback too, right? Ask for feedback along yeah. the way. Like, you know, do you think this is great? And like, um, you know, you and I kind of talked offline before, before we jumped on, and it was, you know, for me, it's like, okay, we're in a pretty weird time right now. Mm -hmm. You know, do, do I keep releasing podcast episodes? You know, do I keep going with what I was planning? And, um, you know, just even between you and me getting that feedback that you said, yes, you know, mm -hmm. because people are looking for things to do. People are looking for yeah. entertainment, keep their mind off the news and what's going on outside in the world. And, um, Definitely. I think for anybody who's looking to start a career, just getting that feedback from somebody. Yeah. You know. And I think it's important to um, <clears throat> to kind of curate who you get feedback from because a lot of people, like for me, um, I have to pick people that I know have good intentions for me. Like I would not care what like some rando on the internet I've never met. Even <laughs> <laughs> but even like higher up people, sometimes they don't have the best intentions for you. They just right. want to like they like what they like and if they don't like it they'll roast you and move along so i think it's really important to have a small circle of people that you trust to give feedback with the best intentions like the feedback that comes from a place of love and a place of encouragement like this is what i think you need to do to grow but like i'm here with you i'm not competing with you i'm not like trying to tear you down so absolutely people who are authentic and genuine mm -hmm. and and just who want the best for you but can give you that um yeah uh oh my gosh why is it uh constructive criticism mm -hmm. right where it's you know what's gonna only help you and not just be like oh that's awful yeah <laughs> right? like, you know oh <laughs> yeah you mentioned with the producer oh you can you know how about this you know mm -hmm. Let's, let's try this, that kind of thing. Just finding those authentic people. Yeah. And there has been times where it's like stuff I really didn't want to hear. And then unfortunately, when you do build that circle, like it makes it all the more upsetting when you do get criticized because you care what they think so much, but right. then like you process it and then you use it. So. Yeah. yeah and you kind of have to take a step back too. It's like, mm -hmm. Um, you know, for me, I've, I've really been working, you know, I don't take anything personally, you know, yeah. what's, what is, what is that situation? What is that circumstance? Okay. Right. You know, and, and, and really just even sometimes walk away from it for a little bit and yes. think about it and then come back and be like, okay, I get where they're coming from and why they're yes. saying that, why they want me to do that or, or why, you know, why that might be better. <laughs> right. That's so true. Yeah. Um, 
we kind of talked about, you know, books and podcasts that inspire you and, but is, is there anything else that really inspires you, your music, where you're going in the future? Um, just kind of my everyday experience and the people I'm around, um, definitely inspire me a lot. And I've I learned a lot from so many people. Um, yeah, I'm yeah definitely yeah. blessed with a lot of inspirational yeah. uh, people around me. That's awesome. Um, so this was great to have you on here, Danielle. I loved chatting and catching up with you and yes, you talking too. about your music and everything. So where can my listeners find you? Find you know we talked about your song where we can get get your new song, but where can mm-hmm. they they find you on you know online? Um, so I kind of have a website that's like a landing page, um, daniellehmusic.com. And um, that's most of my social media names too. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, all Danielle H Music. Um, Twitter's just Danielle H underscore music because that was taken by someone who hasn't <laughs> tweeted in like seven years. <laughs> I, had, um, I had the same thing. I tried oh, really? to find, well, you know, I tried to find, you you know, different things. It's like, why did somebody take that? They haven't done anything. <laughs> I tweeted her asking her if I could have it, but I, I think she just never uses it. Yeah. I never got a response. Oh. It's like, ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be sure to link to all of that in the show notes. Um, so my audience can find you, can find your music, listen to you, connect with you and the inspired because you know I love I love your story and how you're just you know powering through no matter what anybody says to you and thanks I think that's pretty incredible thank you for listening to the broken glass podcast if you like the show and want to know more visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review join me each week to hear new stories learn all about the tools and resources available to you and get tips for building a career in music If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.